What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, J.H. Gibbons here. We'll see. And welcome to yet another episode of the Performance Podcast. Wherever you are today, we want to thank you for joining us on this episode. If you're listening on Spotify, again, we thank you. But most of all, if you're watching us, here's what I want you to do. I want you to hit that subscribe button. I want you to hit that like button. And I want you to hit that notification bell, assuming you are on YouTube. The next time that you log in onto YouTube and you scroll down that feed, one of the very first videos you will see will be the latest episode of the Chromas podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, most of all. Hey, listen, guys, we tell them this every single week. And I have no shame in my game and keeping it a constant reminder because it's about building healthy habits here. This is what we do. It is free to do so, meaning it is free to get these gems and to be able to be the first one to get it. But one of the first like it, you got to make sure to like it so we can spread it around. Subscribe to this content. Smash that like button if you got to, guys, and make sure to spread it around to all your friends, your family, your loved ones, anyone that you want to have grow with you and grow with us in our community. Please be sure to do so. And again, it's not too many things that's free. This is one of them. So take advantage of it. And besides, I like reminding Jay about this all the time. So please be, be, be mindful to do these things, guys, so I can keep doing it each and every single week. That's unbelievable. I, again, there aren't, aren't many things out here free. Thank goodness gas is going down a little bit more so I can hold on to my money a bit. But um, I'm shocked that it is uh, we're giving this thing away without a cost at all. We'll see what another week it has been, man. This past week, I got to say, Keeping Hope Alive spoke volumes to me because I, it was very difficult to do so this week. Um, it's just whether it's work, whether it's the things that are going around the world, going on around the world, um, life in general, it's just, it's been very tough. Um, and I, I'm, I know I'm not speaking for myself. I'm sure I'm speaking for many, many different members of the community, but, um, at, at least on my end, one takeaway that I've had trying to get through this week is to make sure I keep a perspective. Um, I, I have to make sure that I understand what gratitude looks like for me. I have to make sure that I, I, I keep myself in the present and not necessarily worry about things that may have happened in the past or things that might come in the future. Um, so that's that's something I've been working on this week. Um, and it, it has helped. It has helped a bit. I must I must admit it's a very difficult week in general. But um, I, I would say that keeping hope alive podcast, going back and listening to some of the gems you dropped, some of the gems I have been dropped, it was it was very helpful this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just to keep that flow going on what you're talking about. Yeah, it was def definitely a reflection of the theme for the week ahead. Right. So, uh, yeah, just being more mindful through the more difficult moments and uh, just accepting what they were. And that is a part of your growing process. Right. It's part of the development of learning oneself. So it was a lot of that happening this week. And to just be hopeful in the fact of knowing that better will come. If you are willing to allow yourself to go through the process and just embrace it for what it is, you know, because it is a part of the journey, as we always say, right, like find the joy in the journey. Uh, so us being able to have that conversation last week and to just kind of go into it as a transition to uh, where we headed this week was, was awesome because it did help put things in perspective um, and to just be thankful and just have gratitude that, uh, you know, I'm aware and I'm conscious of that. And I'm sure you all felt the same way. It's, and I know you felt that way too, Jay. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely, man. And and look, I think, I think especially this week for 
our next guest, it's important to hold on to what our self-perception is. Like there, there are a lot of distractions in this world. And sometimes we may get to a point where we may actually forget who we are. Um, we may get lost, right? We, we, don't, we don't really know who we're supposed to be or where we're supposed to go. We don't know what our purpose is. And especially when you're losing something like that for the sake of survival at a young age, it is very, very detrimental to your health, your mindset, your well-being. Um, so I'm, I'm proud that our next guest here is not only hopeful, he's not only keeping hope alive, but he is trying to build a community around those emotionally damaged black men who feel lost, but they also have a talent and sometimes that talent may be unknown to them. Well, today, the gentleman that we're about to have on, he knows his talents, he understands his purpose now, and we want our Acromas community to, to get a chance to listen to his story and understand exactly what it takes to keep hope alive, to keep growing and to keep striving. So episode 62 welcomes none other than Herc to the Acromas podcast. Herc, welcome to the Acromas podcast. How are we doing today, my man? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, y'all. Jamal, Will, Will, my brothers from another mother. It's good to, it's good to, it's good to, you know, I, I, it's just been so long since we've chatted, you know, um, we go way back like car seats. So mm. I truly appreciate it. I've been looking at y'all from afar, see what you guys have been doing. And I got to say, I just, you know, I fell in love with it because, uh, you know, and again, you spoke of keeping no hope alive, you know, purpose. And uh, it just, it just took me a little while to realize that sometimes, you know, when you're desperate, when you're hopeless, it affects, it affects your, your development as a person. So you guys just, just helping folks, especially, you know, black people in general, but, you know, black men in particular, I can only speak for, you know, from a perspective of a black male and all the other accolades, if you must, you know, whether it's like from an immigrant or, um, you know, just West Indian man or, there, you know, whatever the case may be, I can only speak from that perspective. So, you know, I truly appreciate the opportunity you guys are giving me today. So thank you. Thank you. Absolutely, man. And look, I, I was intrigued by your story. I know we we had back and forth before this episode. And um, speaking of perspective, we, we wanted to get a chance to learn about yours a little more. I know you mentioned the West Indies. I know you mentioned your, your younger childhood. But tell us exactly where you're from, how you got here, um, some of the challenges that you may have along the way. Yeah. Nah, so I'm, I'm, I was originally born in Port Prince, Haiti. Funny story, I don't know if my mama was lying, but she said I was born in a taxi cab. Couldn't wait, push myself out. I've been on a run. I've been on the go ever since I touched down. <laughs> uh, but honestly, I can't verify that, folks. So, But that's what she kept telling me. Um, and, uh, you know, grew up in Haiti. It was, I would say, um, it, it wasn't, looking back, looking at what's going on down there right now it really my child I was very fortunate you know had the opportunity to go to, to good schools um but I also could look around me and see the abnormality and at times you know that would hit your doorstep so or forward it was like there's always been political tur turmoil so you at a very young age you kind of learn about 
just just surviving, just making sure. And you're like five years old, and you're like, okay, you know, I can't go down that block because, you know, people are, are going crazy. Or, and it's really a, a, a <laughs> again back then it didn't make so much sense, but you realize how over as an adult you realize how much that broke you it built you in a way but it also broke you because you become naturally uh what's the word you skeptical of everything but you don't you just think it's like you know like i don't trust nothing or nobody but that really can stem from that level of abnormality and i remember my mother blessed her soul um she used to say don't ever normalize the abnormal and no matter how much you you're in it and I think that is one thing that kind of kept that sense in me, that sense in me that, okay, you know what? I know that this is my day-to-day, but this is not a normal situation. And subconsciously it bothered me, but it took me a while to really put my hand on what was going on. So fast forward uh, to um, 2010, uh, as after high school, like the list, actually I graduated high school in 08, in Haiti, you graduated a year later, graduated high school in 08. And then in 2010, I'm like a year and a half into my college and the earthquake happens. So I'm in this classroom, right? I I can't make this up. I'm in this classroom and they had like, they were doing construction outside. Now, in my mind, I'm thinking, because I've never experienced an earthquake before, maybe like like a long time ago when I was a kid, we we had a little tremor and everybody lost their shit, (laughs) but it wasn't really, you know, it wasn't really like as, oh, snap. Can y'all, sorry, I had a call. It wasn't nearly as bad. So, hold on, let me put my phone on, do not disturb. Yeah, so it wasn't nearly as bad. So, but fast forward, I'm in the classroom and I was dating this girl at the time. I remember very vividly. It started at first. And I'm like, yeah, it's just, a, you know, they're just doing construction outside. Let me not worry about it. Then we realized at some point that dust was coming from the ceiling to the ground. I'm like, Jesus. I, You know, I felt like an archaeologist for a second. Like, what the hell? Like, you know. And then that's when everybody rushed out the door. And I remember, I remember my, uh, this dude. Dominique, <laughs> he pushed this girl, like shoved this girl to the side so he can make it to the door. It was you, but you realize in situations like this, like what people are really made of, it, although it's instinct, it's subconscious, but but I knew Dodo, that's how we, we called him. And he was really that guy. He will really save himself first, not to put anything on the man, but it really, that's really what happened. So, um, that being said, I, I myself, I, I was rushing out the door too, but I still look back and you know, my girl, I make sure she was good. And as we we are like, it was movie, like I ain't gonna lie to you. So the, thank, thankfully the business didn't, the, the building didn't really start crumbling very seriously until we got out. So we jumped out like, cause it wasn't really a, it was like a one, like we were on the lower level and there was these steps. So we jumped out, grabbed my girl. She still managed to hurt her ankle. I don't know how. So anyways, that happened. And as we got out of the building, those the building was like, you guys ever been to, uh, 
You guys ever been to um, New Orleans? You know, those French type of buildings? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that kind of building. So, you know, they call them gingerbread houses. Mm -hmm. That was a gingerbread house. So the house just started crumbling, like collapsing on itself. And I could see the, you know, but nobody died in that building. And then as we got out, I could see every single building around us just crumbling down like sand castle. It was, it was, it was crazy. And uh, uh, thankfully, nobody that was in the school at the time was hurt. But the, there are like walls that fell on cars. But now the real development is when we got out of the gate. And man, it, it, it was like a war zone. I've, <laughs> I don't want to be gruesome, but I've seen a thing or two. I mean, and mind you, before that, I had already seen stuff. So I'm like, I'm building up trauma as a person unaddressed traumas because you know the part of our culture is about a, it's it's the black culture in general we have a very suck it up culture you know what i'm saying until you die of a fucking heart attack from holding it all in and you know it but that's that's what that was so i'm carrying all this weight insecurities all the bs and i know this is a tangent but that's i'm trying to help you understand the, the 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 all the implications of everything that somebody goes through so you know after that we i walked my lady to her house everybody was fine and i remember we lost signal and we couldn't call nobody like my pops was everybody trying to call me we couldn't call nobody so i, I remember the thought process i had because i'm one of those people it, i don't know if it's a good thing or I used to be one of those people. If something happens, and I, I'm, I make myself believe that I, that I come, that I came to terms with it. So, and then I'm just gonna have to move forward. And I, and I'm telling you, like, it doesn't matter how much love I have for anybody, but I'm just gonna be like, it's, it's, it is what it is. I gotta keep moving. It's just probably part of a dysfunction too. So I said to myself, you know what? There is ninety percent chance that everybody I love is dead right now. If the house is you know, collapsed on itself. I just know where I keep my passport. Just grab the passport and fly to the States. That is literally what my thought process was because at that point, what I saw, I just couldn't fathom the idea of at least one person I knew not going. So I already made peace with it in like, once I saw I, everything around me and and I remember my father raised me like that, too. He was like, yo, duty first. So you got to suck it up. Then you cry later. Yeah, he didn't even say cry. He was like, you would deal with it later. And, uh, you know, I, I got in my car. We drove. I drove through all these rubbles and the bodies. It, it, I had a pickup truck at the time. And I remember because um, I lived like outside of the city. And I remember picking up a couple folks because they couldn't, you know, they, there was no transportation. I picked them up and I remember a lady, man, it's, it was just it's some gruesome stuff. She, her, her foot was hanging by like just a little ligament. That's, that was it. Like, you know, and you driving and it's just, but you're numb to it all. Like you, you driving and I'm like, man, I've always been, good at keeping a cool head in like fucked up situations so and i don't think it's necessarily a good thing because i'm just suppressing a lot 
I'm not processing nothing. I'm like, and I know myself by now, the, the harder that I ignore things, the more it's going to hurt later. So that's what I was doing. I'm driving my truck, headed home. I'm like, I'm going to get my passport. Like, just, I didn't even think about my folks. Like, I was like, there's no point. I don't even know. Most of those people, they will never be found. Like, imagine 9-11. Some people were in there. Like, some people just didn't see their people come back home. They just had to assume. So that was the same thing for me. I was like, well, how the hell am I ever going to find those people? So what, you know, I'll just make peace with it when I'm, you know what I'm saying? So I, I was on the freeway, at least what we call the freeway. And I see somebody pull right next to me. And that goes my pops. He's like, you're hurt. I'm like, shit, you're alive. Okay, bet. <laughs> it was, and the, we, he was like, you good, you good. I'm like, yeah, man. And he and he he looked at he looked at the truck and he was like, yo, everything good? I was like, yeah, they just need a ride. So I gave him a ride closer to where I live. They got off the truck, went home. And my mother, she was alive at the time. Um, she just was hysterical. My mother's always been like the ah! she was so I, I pulled up. And so me and my pops, we pulled up at the same time. So this woman. Mind you, the funniest part about this is that day she was sick. I remember that very vividly. And where she was going to go, everybody died because the building collapsed. Yeah, it was such a weird situation. I'm like trying to understand how a lot of those people didn't make made it. Everybody that lived at my house, a lot of my family, everybody made it. We walked in and she just lost it, man. So and then, man, at the day after my pops was like, yo, so... What are we doing, man? You know, this is your school is gone. What? Are, and I had a job at the time. It was I was working with my pops actually on the uh, 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 bro brokerage clearance build business, and I was doing pretty well at the time. You know, for somebody that lived there, I was really I was having a good time, um, but still dealt with a lot. And then fast forward, I think like because it happened January twelfth, around. Maybe February, that's when I, you know, we decided we were trying to figure out what to do. And I was like, you know what? I was supposed to go to Miami at first. And, uh, but, and it was like with my, like my childhood friend, with my childhood best friend, I was supposed to move in with him. But, you know, I've been around this dude, like, cause I used to come to the States before and I'm talking about, you know, I've been around like, and I, I was young and reckless. And I was like, y'all, if I move to Miami, I will die in a year at least like tops i'm you know i'm over here thinking to myself i had not survived an earthquake to get shot by some miami goon and i know i got a temper like you're not good <laughs> no sir so i made the tough decisions with the little bit of you know just consciousness that i had i was like i'm gonna move to dc i'm gonna move to maryland um with my aunt she's like a church going lady um you know uh and uh that's like where my life took a turn y'all like so i had to the the airports in haiti were just you know it, it wasn't it was gone um so what i had to do was i was with my mother and we took a bus to the dr i remember before i got on the bus my pops didn't even he he, he didn't even say goodbye. He just wanted to like, he didn't want me to feel some type of way. And uh, 
I remember getting on the bus with my moms and it's just, we just going to the DR and that's where I had to catch my flight at, you know? And I remember just looking at my mother and, and it's the, I know it's the last time we I'm ever going to live in the same place as, as her. And, you know, it's just, it still didn't hit me until uh, you know, we landed in Miami at first. It was a, a layover in Miami. And then after that, you know, flew to DC. And when I saw the 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 snow covered houses and I knew like, I'm just, cause I realized y'all this change and I'm 19, 20 years old. You don't realize how young you are at 19. Like you really, you think you're grown. You think, you know, and that's so funny. Our culture is like, oh, you 18, move out the house. No, nigga, it's it's hard. Like you processing so fucking much. It's not, you know what I'm saying? I already, I'm like undergrown as an individual. I have all my issues, like everything. And on top of that, I'm piling on to it is this all the bullshit I dealt with from childhood up to now, a fucking situation that I'm not even processing right. So as soon as the plane touched down, and they starting to head to the gate. Tears started dropping down my eyes. Like everything I bottled in, lost friends. I lost like one of two of my best friends. It, ugh, that hurt. That, I, and everything just, my mind started regurgitating things. Like, whoa, whoa, bro. What in the, <laughs> you know? And uh, so hurt. May I ask it, man? Interject just to ask the question. It's all good, so, man. Just go ahead. Yeah, I'm just so so like I guess that that part there, right? Where um, because uh, yeah, it sounds like it was it was just compact of emotions of a lifetime of emotions from a life that was, uh, especially coming from a different country to a new country, right? And and uh, just I guess making realizing that adjustments were going to have to be made. Um, at that point in your life as a young man, as, as a very young man, and uh, just trying to process that. Um, I would, I'm just curious as to, um, like you were speaking on it more so from the Black culture of, of, of men, and um, as it relates to us uh, and our emotions, right? Because I would say, like, it's more of a stigma of it being an American Black culture of that process. But here you are, from a, another country and that's still kind of the thought for a black man where we, we have to hold ourselves to a certain standard to not feel emotion so when when we get when you got to a point where you were uh the dam broke enough where you it can emotions came through so i i guess i'm wondering like how has that transition from that part of your life mm -hmm. and as you are you know to whom you are today and like, how do you, how are you processing your emotions uh, from those sort of experiences? Like, you know, fast forward in between, between then from childhood up until 19 to the gap in between, which leading to who you are today. Like, so what, like as, as a black man, um, what would you say to a younger you at that point? To someone who is coming abroad from another country in 2022 that has that mindset that has lived a life where they have suppressed their emotions, mm. women, women to any, anyone, but for the most part, that is for the first time in their life, really 
adjusting to real change? Because you said yourself that you had visited the state side before. So, but it's yeah. a difference when this is your now. So, right? home now, so it's, it's what, different. what would you say? Like, what was your thought process on that? Uh, here's the deal, man. You, you don't know what you don't know. So it, it's not, you know what I'm saying? It's like the, the, the thing about understanding is first starts with empathizing, with connecting with a situation. So let's say you talking to an 18 year old or your 18 year old self and you came out like, for instance, something people used to tell me, they'd tell me like, uh, you know, um, once you find the right woman, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, or at least your one, the one you think is right for you, you know, you're going to kind of move different. You're going to sacrifice some things. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. I couldn't empathize with that situation because I don't know what I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I would what I would tell a younger person, because one thing you also don't want to do is you have to give people the leeway to learn. So therefore, you cannot try to carve their own path for them. I would tell my youngest self, keep an open mind. Just, you know, be vigilant, you know, use discernment to for which for some 19 year old is very limited but just just keep an open mind and 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 don't 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 fight it like just let it happen be diligent but listen it, it, it's all gonna get better it's just really just go with the flow sometimes you have to have things planned out if you if you're that kind of person but keep an open mind and be kind it's two things those are the things that saved me because I wasn't an asshole. You know what I'm saying? I was, I didn't know. There's a lot I had to learn, but I also was a charismatic person. And that just gave me, opened a lot of doors for me. It made me, you know, people, and also admitting that you don't know, like, I know I've had know it all ways, but I'm always that kind of dude that I'm just, you know, I, I try to be as candid as I possibly can. And you, I mean, I don't believe in people taking advantage of, of, of people. I feel like it's always something to learn from it. So I allowed myself to, to, and back then I was doing it subconsciously, but I was a, like any 19 year old curious, you know, did, you know, and I was intrigued by just the drastic difference of, of, of you know, the drastic change of reality. But I also had an open mind and, I, but you're still going to carry your brokenness until you develop a, a strong enough sense of self. And which is where patience is important, which is where, because, you you know, you can't, there's only so much you can ask, you can ask from someone that's developing. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I'm not condoning, like, you know, just a certain level of recklessness that can lead to you harming others. You know what I'm saying? I don't condone it, but I'm saying like, we've all been at that point in our lives. We're underdeveloped, you know, and sometimes us, we was bugging about some things is really a, a poor attempt to trying to process some emotions. Like at that point, back to me in the plane, I don't think I was processing anything. I think I was my sub. I was attempting to, but I couldn't make sense of it because I was never, 
I'm not, I wasn't there. I was never taught to embrace how I felt. I was never thought to, you know, it's, that's the reason why most women are more emotionally intelligent because they are allowed to, 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 to experience their emotions at a very young age. So they become acquainted to them and then they be, they be, they happen to become smarter because once you, you know what I'm saying? Once you got your emotions on in check, you can run the world. You know, you can, so as people are just going to develop into what they need to develop, but ultimately what you need is a, a, a very solid sense of self, not in a sense where you, you so like, you so like set in your ways, but more so in a way where it's like, okay, you know what? I, I, you, 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 you even become okay at not being okay. And that is, I think one of the most important thing that I've had to learn is just, Sometimes like, yo, dog, I ain't got it in me. I really don't. I will cuss you out right now. And I'm sorry, but I, and I also know when I'm too tired, let me get away from this. Sometimes I'm so tired and I'm thinking I'm depressed and I'm making decision off of that. But in reality, I just need some sleep and to eat. So that comes with self-awareness, um, you know, just, and that comes with time. It comes with patience. So be patient and be patient and just, just, just let it happen. Until you until you, you you figure it out, I guess whatever that means. <laughs> I think I think at least personally for me, your story is powerful. Um, to be able to even before the earthquake happened, the things that you've had to witness out there in Haiti, and then to know that you're coming here to to start. When I say start anew, it's you being here, right? This is going to be your new home, and you have to find your way through it, and you've done just that. And I know, especially speaking with Black men who, you're right, we, we're taught to suppress our emotions. We're taught to, to keep it inside, to be strong, to, to you know, run our household. It's just, it's just what we've been taught to, to do as kids. But what ends up happening is as we grow, we, we, tend, to, we tend to be lost. We tend to, to not fully understand ourselves emotionally. And I know one of the things that you have hopes in is to be able to reach out to those who are emotionally damaged from their past, the things that they've suppressed, the things they continue to suppress. And so I, 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 wanna, I wanna understand your, your plan or your position more um, to help out the community for those who are still struggling, for those who are still looking for a way, for those who are extremely talented and they may not know or they may not have an avenue uh, to approach. How are, you, how are you planning to help them? Um, well, I have to start with myself, like how I managed to um, just become secure enough to even have a purpose, to even, you know, have a, a sense of direction. Um, first of all, <laughs> I would say it, the first thing is, is just put your ego to the side, not, don't be afraid to ask for help. And it's because sometimes you may not even know what you're looking for. It's usually your essence, your subconscious, just, you know, kind of like venom and he just trying to cling on to a host. That's how your subconscious is. You expose it to enough things and it's just trying to see, okay, do I love basketball? Nah, 
do you know do i love this do, do do i love that it's it's the more you expose yourself to things you become lucky at being lucky and and i learned that from a book uh, I, i'll give you the name when i remember it but it's i think my honestly man i really i grew up with very little self-confidence you know you got some of those things that they, they dwarf your development when you allow it to get to you. The first thing I, I, I would love to do, honestly, and it starts with this, you know, a podcast where you have folks, you guys have an, an audience and you have people that listen and it's OK not to have it all figured out that I want to teach people that because I promise you that is the best, especially when you're younger. That is the best position to be in. You're, you, you become, you, you're curious. You allow yourself to doubt yourself. And what that does is, what I did for a very long time was, I allowed myself to doubt myself. And I did so, I didn't do it always con consciously because it affected my self-perception. So I was, I, I, you know, it hurt me in some ways. But over time, uh, you know, I, I I did enough. I've accomplished enough to um, I've accomplished enough to to realize that I'm I don't I'm not a fan of unearned confidence. That I really have some substance. Then, I I I I became the way I interact with doubt with self doubt is different now. You know, it's more so like I built a whole company around allowing myself to know that I don't know everything almost on a daily basis. I pick up, I pick people's brains and they give me singular ideas. And all I do is I have the ability to make it make sense. And that's my superpower. And then boom, there is an operational framework for you. You see what I'm saying? So that is, and that's that, that comes back to a sense of self just it, it allows me to just be like, I don't know everything. I don't have it all figured out, but you might. Or what's your idea? What's your opinion on that? You know, sometimes you got to help people hear themselves talk, hear themselves. And that is one way that in my everyday life, even with what I do, I have my company and I'm also a, a head staffer for another company that the much larger company that does the same thing. Um, and that's how I, I deal with my with my staff. I, I, I ask them questions and I and even if I have the answers, I'm always willing to listen to a different perspective because I believe that you know there are multi-angular approaches to things. And I think that's one way I, I do help. It's just helping people. Sometimes you ask someone a question and they're like, you you they, they you got their look they got that look on themselves like you're so much smarter than me how why do why do you ask me but do you understand what that's the, that does to someone when you make them feel like hey i trust you enough to trust your perspective on this what do you think i genuinely want to know and i think that's what a lot of people like us have to start doing because sometimes when you get to that point where people start looking up to you 
you get on your high horse and you're going to start saying things like, well, I always had a, you know, I always had a plan. Uh, I woke up at seven every day and I wrote in that book. I, I worked myself a million dollar check. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just hate that kind of stuff. I'm sorry, but it's not my cup of tea. I come to people telling them, listen, it's hard out here. We all going through that human experience. There is no blueprint to it. All you need is some like-minded people that understand that life is as hard, but we're going to figure it out together. We're going to use all the means that we have. We're going to ask for help. If we don't have the resources, we're going to go find the resources. If we're emotionally broken, we're going to therapy. If we, you know, we're going to help each other out in, in, in our brokenness, you know, we're going to go, go through it together. And, and, and I promise you, man, it's so crazy how sometimes things happen. Life is not always as streamlined. Success is not always as streamlined as people think. Sometimes all your mind need is a click. That's how the mind works. You got, this is, you're literally electricity, neurological activity, neurons, neural pathways. So your mind doesn't always need, oh, one, two, three, four, five. No, sometimes it needs a click. It's that spark, that electrical pulse. You know what I mean? And that does not, sometimes it just happens by mistake. You see something and something clicks, you have an epiphany. And, and I, I think we need to start teaching people that yes, there needs to be structure in your approach to success, but it, sometimes it gets chaotic. Sometimes the road is, it, it, it serpents around, it, 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 it curves, it loops around. Uh, and, you know, and then you become comfortable at being uncomfortable. Then you realize, oh snap, okay. I can do this thing, you know? So that's, that's just, honestly, that's really my, that's my take, man. You know, it's just my take because I promise you, like I was, I can't even say I'm the smartest guy. I'm just, I'm just good at figuring things out. I will. I promise you that. And that took years of training for me to accept that I was capable. It's not overnight. That is hard. So if, if I may, uh, just for a sec, uh, what I, what I took from everything is um, your will and persistence of just remaining consistent in your development. That Overall. was my biggest consistency, man. That right there. I love it how you put it. That was one thing, mm -hmm. no matter how shitty I felt about everything else in my life, I said to myself, I will, oh, I always going to be forward moving even if i don't like especially exactly. at times when you feel inconvenience you're like damn i wish i you know or you're looking back you're like dog but then when you put things into perspective and the day you do because some because what i did which helped me a lot was i was grinding really really hard i'm talking about going through ups and downs i went through every range of possible range of emotions allow myself to bathe in it i have to understand shame for a man Oh my goodness, I had to bathe in shame to get to, to, to I had to understand empathy. I had to understand fear. Like fear, you have, listen, if you do not ever allow yourself to fear, you will, it's you listen, it's you have to understand, and there is no negative emotions. I don't believe in that. They all came come out of the same faucet. It, it's it's all about perspective really you can you know the same anger that you can use to break a desk is the same one you can use to be floyd mayweather you know what i'm saying it's just so everything is there's two sides to to, to a coin 
And, and I, I was always, I've always been consistent, had been annoyed at the status quo. Like, man, I always felt like I wasn't doing enough. Even when people was like, you're hurt, you know, this and that. And I'm like, dog, I, I don't know why, but I don't, I'm not comfortable with, with this. I have to do, I, I, I'm not comfortable. And I never felt good enough. I never, my sense of self was never solid enough for me to accept y'all hurt. You're doing your best. And I promise you at the time when I was doing what I, when I, where I was at, if I, started believing in myself as much as I do now, it wouldn't have worked for me because I would have been complacent with that mindset. But now it's like, I'm already on grind mode. Like, I'm like, there's nothing that's going to disrupt that. But now I'm like, yo, you know what? I know in the chill now. Okay. Hurt. We, 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 we've worked really hard. Let's just sit back and, and, and at least, you know, get cheer, just, just round of applause, wake up and, when you know because sometimes you gotta just smell the roses too if you go too fast you can't catch the sink so i'm learning that as an adult like the best thing is patience it's not you know the best thing is sometimes you it will not always be the way you want it sometimes it's just gonna take a different form and you gotta be able to take the shape of of, of the container and or sometimes you gotta bark back sometimes you know and it's just it, it's 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 beautiful like so I think it takes time and we still growing, we still young, but I think I'm little by little, I'm fine. I'm living a life that works for me. I'm, I can only, I don't wanna be pre pretentious to say I'm living the life. I'm just living a life that works for me. And that's that's all I can ask for. Hey, listen, and to sum that up and, and Jay, I get wanna get your perspective on it, but something you yeah. said earlier that just hit, set off like a light bulb was the human experience. Because that's really what all of this is, right? Like all summed up and, and you put it beautifully, Eric, like um, the human experience and, and you're living it as best you can. And you're being patient with yourself through the process of learning you. Again, the joy of the journey is a matter of perspective. Of your perspective, perspective is everything in mm. life as I'm learning uh, my maturity at this point. Perspective is huge in your life because there are, things and events and circumstances that you go through and experience, but perce perce perception will always help to navigate your direction mm. with it, right? And, and the patience required to see yourself through it. And you should be better for it. No matter what you're going through, you should find methods in, of development to be better for whatever you're experiencing. Right. What's your take on that, Jay? No, I think you're absolutely spot on. I, I think going back even to childhood to where you are now, there are so many things that you've experienced that you could even make a book about it. You can make that book and share your experiences with others because there are people who are having troubles understanding perspective. They're under, they're having troubles understanding what it, what life truly is about. And the struggle um, is something that I think many people, when they hear, when they hear your struggle versus theirs or somebody else's, it, it, it really, it really puts a perspective on things. Um, they they definitely would understand what gratitude means, how to be gracious. They would understand exactly. They, they would understand patience as well, right? I think I think only through growth you can understand patience because it you have to go through certain things. You have to learn those lessons as you continue to move on to understand. Okay, I can't approach this the same way I did in the past. I have to take another route. I have to do this a much different different way. 
So I think, Wilson, you're, you're, you're on point when you said that this is the human experience for all of us, right? Even for, for community we're growing, for Herc's community that he's growing, this is all part of the human experience. And look, it is beautiful, right? It's beautiful. We, Herc, you're absolutely right. We don't know what we don't know. We don't know. You know, the, the willingness to exactly the willingness to grow, the willingness to understand everything around you is what is going to continue to help you grow. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, um, you know, you t- and I want to touch on something you gratitude, man. I think that is, and I, you know, I would say that's my tr- strongest suit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say that as confidently as possible at me like them young people say <laughs> um uh, i i i am huge on gratitude like and, and i think gratitude would take you a long way like i, I believe it i don't care it, no matter how seemingly small the the gesture is i i'm still i'm always ready to um profess how, how grateful i am i just because you know you know, you didn't have to. You got out of your way and you did it. And I'm, I'm, I'm this guy. Like you see people, sometimes they're like, "You're hurt." I don't understand. Like, why? You know, like, yo, I'm forever in your debt because I was in a tough situation. And this is what gra- gratitude did for me. Um, you know, I've experienced some lows, man. We all have, but I can only speak for myself. I've experienced some lows, and uh, remember, like. You know, sometime inside of last year, it was just a very huge um, and scarring development, developmental process. You know, like you feel like you've been you're being branded just or I don't know, you're trying to carve something on your chest or with a hook with like a knife. And that's how it felt. Um, I just, man, I, I was like, yo, I, I'm ready to just snap. You know what I'm saying? I had just lost my mother. It was just a messed up situation. Um, and I got right into a relationship right after, which was amazing. Um, but it's like, now I'm living with the person and just, now I'm really, you guys have, you know, have significant others. And those sometimes those people, they just put a mirror in front of you and you get to see yourself who we really are. And I had to just, I went through all kinds of emotions, just grief and just realizing that there's a lot I wasn't doing right. And, and just shame, a lot of that. And, but I also never lost the the will to be better. Even at times when I was, I felt at my worst, I just was like, I didn't know, I don't know, I can do this. Um, but then little by little, you know, I started understanding some things. And I woke up one day and I decided to be grateful about every little thing. And I realized how good my life was. It's like, I was like, wait. I got a driveway in a big ass backyard in DC. Bad. You know what I'm saying? Like little things like that. I'm like, wait a minute. Like I started looking around little things. I started being grateful for. And then I was like, you know what? 
sometimes you are the problem and it's just it happens you know what i'm saying sometimes you just you're that big obstacle and i'm and i also realize that listen when you really become connected with yourself you i've you don't get really moved by like external factors so much you know somebody coming at me like coming at me crazy you know un unless i really have to defend myself you know i'm just like dude i got a good life like i don't know what you're going through i hope you feel better and then again it's easier said than done because you know if push up to shove i'm still gonna drop you but i'm just saying like you know if when you in a good place a place of peace even when your partner is troubled you're like yo i'm willing to share that burden with you but I'm not going to become that. I, I can't do this. I'm happy within myself. And I get your burden. I get your sorrow. My job is not to become it with you. My job is to help you get out of it because I'm on solid ground. And, you know, that is another thing that helped me is just being able to disconnect myself from a lot of those situations. Sometimes I feel like we just take so much in. And I used to be that guy. I could absorb, I could watch a movie and then it it triggers something in me from my childhood. And I become, I'm like, oh my goodness. And I and I become that situation. And little, and then that taught me that I was a very empathic person. So I, I was like, okay, now I know how to I understand this about me. Boom. So I kind of was able to compartmentalize a little more. And another thing I would say, especially for black men out here, man. Therapy, 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 please. Therapy, find you a good therapist. It's not corny. If you got to cry, fucking cry. You will be so surprised. My therapist has had put some, just, just hit some pressure points within me that honestly, you know, just it helped me come to terms with a lot with my childhood, the earthquake, my relationship with my pops, like, you know, just a lot. It, it, it gives you perspective on yourself and also share your experience. You have to tell people all the, the aspects of your life, but whatever is go you're going through, best believe somebody's going through it 10 times worse. And you should remember at times when you were on your knees, times when you were down and you wish somebody had helped you out and you ultimately Part of your development not only will allow you to empathize with folks, be more patient with them, but also being able to share your experience and just to make, give him hope. And that's how I give people hope. I give, that's how I do it, man. I, it's, it's a hopeless out here, man. People are hopeless. Like, it's bad. Really is bad. Like, one of my best friends shot himself last year. Like, Bow. Just milling, grew up in Haiti with me, bullshit ass childhood. Like they shot his pops. He, he you know, he, he tried to, they broke into his house, shot his sister, and he, he, he she still lived. And they shot him in the lungs, went to the military, son, see the bunch of bullshit. And mind you, coming from where I came from, adding all of this plus military experience on top of it, and this dude lost the whole convoy. That's he snapped. He couldn't do it. So hopelessness is real. 
you know, so anytime you can share yourself with someone, time, it don't matter what it is, if it's your time or you can spare a little cash, whatever the case may be, as long as you give somebody a little bit of yourself, a little hope, man, and you don't know if sometimes to some people are just you got to let them be on their own until they figure it out because they try to grab, drag you down with them. That's another, you know, that's discernment. So but whatever you can do, if you can help your fellow man, you know, your fellow black man, fellow sisters, you know, whatever the case may be, share your share yourself, share experience, because, bro, like I am a lucky person. I, I am. I am aware enough to at least I have enough depth of character to at least be curious about why I act the way I do. I acted the way I did. Cause some people just go through life angry and then they snap. Yeah. So that's, that's true. true. That's, you know, that's real. It's real. I think, you know, when, uh, I know you've been following, well, you know, us for, for a long time and we focus really heavily on uh, mental health awareness. Um, and how, especially uh, within the community of, of, of men um, and black men, um, where, you know, it, you, you take on a lot and um, processing your emotions. And as you said, and, and put um, wonderfully uh, the importance of, you know, seeking out help. Uh, and uh, as you go through your development and I went through mine where uh, I, I've experienced that where I've, I've definitely went and seek help at times where I felt needed. And uh, it helped also to align me with learning about what I had suppressed, areas about myself I needed to work on, growing up in, in, in a very tough environment and the perspective it had on, on my outlook on my need to be perfect. Uh, for everyone, but not just be what I needed to be for me. The moment I realized those things is when change really started to happen, because those are, like you said, those scars that you get of what you work through, the ugly truths uh, to face the man in the mirror. And sometimes it's not the easiest thing to do uh, because you feel as though you, you are filled with regret of time wasted. But rather than relishing, as you said, the gratitude of the time we have now. So being aware of those things is so important. And we, we strive, we push really hard on that. And thankful for you bringing that up, uh, the importance of mental health aware, awareness and like why we focus on that and the hope aspect of giving hope and us bringing this sort of platform to the light, to be able to be a beacon, to, to, to make a difference, to be a difference uh, in a time and in, in, in place where that is not primarily a focus because it's not uh, entertaining enough. It's not popular enough. It's not what's in, you know, with like being willing to lie to yourself. This is something we don't do here. So um, it's amazing that, you know, you were able to persevere the, what you, the experiences you've been through to be who you are, um, to speak on these topics. And, and, and for our longtime viewers, like as you're listening, I'm sure this is relatable in some fashion regardless of creed or ethnicity, like this is relatable because again, as Herc put beautifully, this is the human experience. And uh, what we have learned with tools of these things and these natures and uh, to speak on the health awareness aspect is like, look, if you're at a point, especially with men, that you are not ready for, uh, you know, to seek counseling in that regard, uh, start working with yourself. 
you know, their podcast, such as what we are giving out with such an episode like this one, where it, it helps. I know it helped with me. That's where it started, where I started listening to, to those sort of uh, sort of podcasts that could kind of help me face certain truths about myself uh, from a from a woman perspective about emotions to, to 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 start breaking down barriers in myself from men from again different ethnicities but different perspectives and it's all the same where you've got to put you first because you matter you've got to learn how to appreciate your sense of self-worth we hear it all the time and it's cliche right but the reality of it is it's true like to its core it's true because you are here so you should realize how much you matter but in order to do that you have to take control of your life and start making the decisions necessary if you choose to be better. Like Herc did, he had an epiphany where one day he woke up and life just was different because of his perspective change. Same thing happened with me. I woke up one day and I just remember feeling all the pressure of the world. And then when I had my breakthrough, I woke up and I just remember feeling like, and I told you about that, um, Jay, like, and I felt like the weight of the world was off my shoulder. And I was like, you know what? I just got to focus on me because if this all ends now, the show, the curtain closed, that's it. Mm-hmm. So I got to do what needs to be done for Will. Yeah. I have to learn who he is. And for me, I had to go back, as I said, and address that childhood trauma, bring that part of me, the teenage years, Will, bring that with me. My early 20s, bring it with me. The married Will, bring that part with me to identify who the hell I am today and yeah. who, I, who I choose to be, right? Uh, in my truth so it's like you learn about yourselves these different parts that you, you take uh, and I don't want to just focus on the trauma aspect but you just a part of your journey that you take and you have to address what's necessary so men women men please be sure to take the steps necessary so that you be here so you be around because there are people that care about you man the people that love you that you know word that men shy away from you know i love my brothers that i have that are here with us on this podcast today dearly both of them so it's like you got to be willing to make that known uh while people are still here and and build a strong support system of people that's for you people that will help be a part of the encouragement of the development for your change your progress but in order for that to happen, they have to be on the same wavelength as you. So if you're dealing with people who aren't quite there, you're going to get the same results that you've been getting. So you have to be willing to readjust your focus or your circle and strengthen it with like-minded individuals that seek change, that seeks growth, that seeks the things you seek, right? So in essence, the company that you keep will definitely help have an effect on your productivity and your growth. So please... Take those steps, man. If you got questions about uh, how to go about that, DM us. DM any, DM any one of us. And we've all been through what you're going through in that regard. And clearly, I think this is a, an awesome episode to reflect on those sort of things. Um, I can go on and on about it, but I, I'll just go ahead and stop there for now. But please take care of yourself, guys. And always remember that you matter, man. Like, you really do. So, so Jay, like, how do you feel about that? Just reflecting on what a lot of what hurts share today i gotta say i mean with this episode i i i I learned so much about you herc um i know of course we've had conversations in the past and we've always talked and it's been a while since we caught up yeah from this episode i've learned so much more about myself learned so much more about perspective i've learned so much more about gratitude about patience about continuing to look to the future learning from your past instead of allowing that to 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 destroy you 
you know, understanding it means the damage that it does to you and those around you, if you suppress those emotions and you continue to, to keep that locked up inside. And anytime you release it, it's negative energy or you're, you're, you're putting it to the wrong usage. And I think from this episode, there's, there's so much more than even I can do for myself um, that I've learned from you, Herc. So I, I'm greatly appreciative to have you on this podcast and discuss your journey, a human experience. <laughs> you started to where you are now and to where you are going. Yeah. To. yeah. We, want, we want to thank you at this time for, for being a part of this podcast. It's very yeah, for the Black community, specifically for, for Black men. Hey, uh, well, thank you for having me. Uh, I'm, I'm utterly grateful. You know, I'm all gratitude. Um, and I think you guys are definitely helping a lot, helping us out out here, you know, given there's a lot of people that they they at least want to share a bit of themselves just to, you know, just to kind of help people out, you know, just to give them a little bit of of that hope, make them realize like, yo, that wall that you hit, it's not, believe it or not, you know, it's, it's not always going to be here. You're going to. You know, it's like it's a hurdle and you're going to jump over it. You're going to find better ways. And, uh, you know, I pray for those folks. And I also, you know, pray for the ones that sometimes never get to go over that wall. And they, you know, take the I can't even call it an easy way out because it takes balls, man. Mm -hmm. Just watch yourself, you know, dim your light like that. It really does, um, and I'm saying this in all seriousness. I, um, uh, you know, I want to. One last thing, I just may bring people's awareness on suicide. It's a real deal, man. It's I'm saying this, and I'm shivering as I'm saying it because it's real. It's you know, it's it's real. It's a lot of people don't do it because they don't. You're not brave enough. It's a it's a tough thing, but it's real. You got a lot of a lot of black men, a lot of black men out here, the statistics out there, you know, it, a lot of black men, they, they take that route. So I want to bring awareness to that. It's, it's a big deal. And uh, yeah, you know, came at my doorstep myself. So I just, I really wanted to make people bring that awareness. If you didn't have it already, you heard it on the podcast, please take care of your care your health your mental health your your physical mental you know mind body and soul so thank y'all thank y'all thank y'all absolutely and 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 herc i know that our community is going to want to reach out to you man uh, <laughs> especially for some of the the gems that you've dropped this evening and oh yeah words of encouragement for for some of the tough times that you had to deal with in the past couple yes, sir so how can our community reach you um yeah so uh well, I'm not very active on social media. It's just something I do for, I don't, <laughs> it's just, I don't even know. I'm like a lurker, but um, if you need to, you know, call me and, and you know what I'm saying? Like you're going through something or business inquiries, you know, <laughs> I'm a businessman at heart. Um, I have um, my company, um, it's uh, APH Dependable Healthcare. That's uh, my actual company. I don't know if it's free advertising I'm doing here. Am I going to have to pay for that? So, oh, no. Nah, this, so this is all you, brother. This is That's a community. You know. I got my company, APH Dependable Healthcare. My website is APHDHC.com. 
So we are a home care agency and we, you know, we take care of, of, of people with limited mobility, limited physical mobility, or if you like post-acute, you know, post-rehab or surgery, whatever the case may be, we definitely have a wide uh, population of folks that we service in the PG Montgomery, uh, Baltimore City and County, Carroll County area, Charles County area. So, you know, you, you can, that is my company. And also you need to call me, you know, either business inquiries or you wanna, do you have something that you wanna share? Some, you need somebody to talk to, whatever the case may be. You know, my phone number is 301-586-2230. And uh, my email, it's my first name, H-E-R-C-U-L-E-223 at gmail.com. So H-E-R-C-U-L-E-223 at gmail.com. Um, you know, you're going through something, you need somebody to listen to you or you some whatever piece of advice that I can offer. I'm not a guru. I'm just going through the human experience and I will share myself with you to the best of my abilities because we all going through it. You know, we just want to hear somebody admit that they do and that they just punching their ways through life, just like we all are. Look, it's it's been a pleasure having you on. Um, the, the one thing the one thing I can say through all of this is that there has been so much progress made for us three gentlemen out here. And I'm sure for those who are listening in our community. Mm -hmm. So much in this past hour for this podcast and yeah, I don't know about y'all but I'm I'm feeling motivated and 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 the one thing about motivation is that it tends to not be as fleeting when you can feel and see the progress mm. right you can see your company growing when you oh can, I love it absolutely love the, the money's running in the 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 life yeah. that you are able to change it motivates you and and oh yeah our next week in our podcast, Herb. I hope you can you can tune in as well. Oh, hey, listen, I'm I'm if you need me, I'm gonna pull up, man. Listen, <laughs> you know, next week might be about just you just career, man, just growing professionally, not being static. So I, I'd love to to share that, man. You know, get off that one income, y'all. All right. Get all the best shit. Exactly. Multiple streams <laughs> so, of income here, man. So you can have Multiple a, streams. A, you can have a job or whatever, but you gotta sell some expertise on the side, man. Whatever you mm. do, you know. Absolutely. Just, you need like Absolutely. a couple of them. Just just get it right, baby. And motivation. Too many opportunities out here. Hey, listen, man. You yep. got man, grateful. Absolutely, bro. And and for everyone who's out there watching or listening, again, we want to thank you for joining us. For those, if it's your first time, welcome. You came to one of the most impactful episodes that we've had on this podcast. Yes, sir. You've been here before and you still don't know what we're about. Let me spell it out for you. A-C-H-R-O-M-O-U-S. You're on Spotify. We are even on TikTok. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're everywhere you can find or hear a podcast. But if you're watching this one, our beautiful faces are on it, of course, and you're looking at it on YouTube. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to hit that like button and hit that notification bell and you hit that subscribe button. So the next time that you see the Acromas podcast scrolling down on YouTube, you will be one of the first people in the world. Most of all. Hey, again, we started it this way. I'm going to come. You better hit that button.
Tell, tell him, tell him, Hurt. He, lying. Hey, he will come for you. He's going to come for you. I'm going to look it's out. Free. <laughs> it's free to do so. That's crazy. You know, you know Haitian people, we got something we say, we say, we, we got something we say, we say, uh, you know, I don't practice my craft no more, but I didn't sell my tools. <laughs> <laughs> you always keep the tools. You got to keep the tool, man. Yo. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. Hit yes. that hit that button, y'all. Just support subscribe, my subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Y'all did me back next week. I'm back, man. I love the energy, <laughs> yo. Tune in, brother. We're we're yeah. here, man. Hey, it's look, everybody, man. enjoy the rest of your week. All right, brother. Be grateful. And until the next time, it is your boy JH Gibbons. And we'll see. Hey, Herc in the house, baby. Yo. Hey. Hey. <laughs>